Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. It's a Snap Crackle podcast, and we are here to talk about Aquaman. Very exciting. So sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy another exciting episode, because here we go. So the intro music's done and everybody was quiet. Oh, that good, was really okay. good. You guys did great. You guys did great. Appreciate that was it. awesome. So the interpretive dance was good. Yeah, there you go. I'm proud of myself. To my right is Morgan. Good evening. Across from me is Tim. Good evening. Who hasn't seen the movie. And to my left is Mike. Is this going to be in like 3D surround sound? 3D surround Sound. <laughs> there you go. Good. Only, unison, only, <laughs> only in certain countries. Not supported by every set of headphones. So there you gotta, go. you gotta be careful. So today we are talking Aquaman, Warner Brothers, and the DCEU's latest hit. I might add before we get into anything else, Aquaman. So, how did you guys see this movie? Did anybody see it in any special formats or in 3D or on IMAX or? My dad accidentally bought 3D tickets. Okay. So I can't. No, no, that's that's good because I saw it in 2D regular. I, re- I saw it regular. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. saw it regular. Tim saw it in no D. I, I saw <laughs> commercials. There you go. There you go. You're the I, I smartest watched, one out of all of us. I well, no, no I, I don't want to show my hand too early on in the review. So we'll just, we'll talk about it. So your dad got, so throughout, I want you to tell me, you know, if it worked, if it didn't, what popped, what didn't. Was the color were the colors really messed up and blurry? Just as we go throughout, yeah, I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, you can kind of give us an overview. Did it? Uh, as did far it as the three D goes, I mean, there was your occasional moment of very specific three D effect, like a something. It sounds like a pretty basic post conversion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. It wasn't cool. designed. So for one three D viewing, so one no D viewing, and two two D viewing. So that's mm-hmm. four dimensions. We saw it in right there. All right, so with our eyes together, that's right. 40s. Well, no, not with your bad eyes and glasses. Anyways, so like two and a half. James Wan is the director. Does anyone here know James Wan? What he's from? What he's done? Sounds familiar. He did something about Mary, right? No, no, well, he did not. He... he did not. But I'll tell you guys Looking this: he, he started. He started he in horror. In horror yeah. He started in horror. He did Saw. He did Insidious. He did. Um, what's that other one? Conjuring. Was yep, Conjuring, conjuring yeah. like the actual Conjuring films, not all the spinoffs, even though I do join some of those, even though they're garbage. Um, so he's done all those, but then he got into he got into action stuff with Fast and the Furious 7, uh, Star Trek 3, mm-hmm. and now Aquaman. So he's really kind of positioning himself as this, you know, kind of action director, with a lot, which a lot of people said, is Aquaman going to be too much for him? And I was like, I mean, these Fast and Furious movies anymore are pretty much superhero movies oh, yeah. as far as the budget the action the globe trotting i mean it's not like they're just street racer movies anymore so i feel like i don't think he was overwhelmed by like the size of the production or anything and i actually like him i think he does good with with some stuff and we'll talk about him later i think he might be the best and worst thing about this movie as we uh as we get into it all right so did anybody have any preconceived notions before going into Aquaman, whether DC it was DC sucks, <laughs> DC sucks. <laughs> All right, so that we it, have one that at some I mean, point he was gonna make a sandwich. Okay, okay. Because he can't do crap. There you go. I, I mean, I, I just I'm not a fan of like the the personality 
of Aquaman, I guess, like the super masculine bro dude. Um, so I, I already you knew. did just say bro dude, so yeah, yeah I, think I mean, that's, uh... like as a descriptive word, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. No, but, I hear you. I felt the same. So way. like, Do I knew I wasn't going to be a big fan of the character as a character. So maybe if that's a preconceived notion. Are you well, drawing that notion from comics or from from, from the Justice League? Justice League. Okay. Yeah. And then Jason Momoa himself is very. Yeah. So did we all? Did everyone here see Justice League? Yes. Prior yes. to seeing this. Yes. No. 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 You no. didn't miss anything. And actually, funny enough, going back and just kind of watching some YouTube clips of that movie and everything before seeing this one, because like I've only seen Justice League once, and that was still too much. Was I actually forgot it even existed? A lot of right how sad is that? <laughs> a lot of this stuff does not make sense with this movie continuity wise. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in that movie that is just completely different in this one all of a sudden for whatever reason. But at the same time, I didn't like that movie. So if they're going to go in a completely new direction, well, and I'm fine with that. The and what do you, it's not that there's some stuff wrong with the continuity. It's just that there is none. Like there's Agreed. no connection. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like it doesn't feel like a movie universe. It's just here's this movie. That was that movie. You know, it's not even which once again would not be a problem. But they're asking us. They're trying to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Exactly. They want to be that. So I'm asking these questions as a film fan now. I'm saying, all right, this is what you guys are emulating. This is what you want me to think about. This is what I'm gonna think about then. You know, and they, there's certain people out there that say, "Well, you can't, you can't compare the two. I'm absolutely you, comparing the two. How can you not compare the two? They're two movie universes based on comic book characters. Like, yeah, it's the same thing. But as far as preconceived notions, I definitely was going in soured um, from previous experiences with the DC EU, and I wasn't as excited to see this movie. Also, when I went to go see it, um, I went to the dine-in theater. And it was supposed to start at 10.30. They had some problems with a the theater. The film did not really? start. They, the film did not start until 11.30 at night. Oh, God. Okay? Oh, and I just want to throw this out there to everybody. This movie, for whatever reason, we've done something to <laughs> anger God because it is two and a half hours long. And it is a full two and a half hours. Mm. I got out of that movie theater. I didn't know what year I was in. I was just like, what time is it? Where am I at? What, what am I doing? It was intense to see that movie starting at 11.30, plus the 20 minutes of reviews, then the two-and-a-half-hour-long movie. Oh, like, I got geez. out, and the, the the security are, like, escorting people to their cars because, like, you can't access any other part of downtown Disney. <laughs> so, it was crazy. Well, did you at least get some free mozzarella sticks? No, I didn't get anything. Please, it's, it's, are you kidding me? AMC Disney. and Disney? Yeah. They're like, you're lucky we let you in here. Got, <laughs> you know, like they, He got free oxygen. Yeah, they let me breathe. I think I think the urinal cakes had been changed out when I used the restroom after I got out of the theater. So that was a that was the plus Fresh I was cakes. looking for. So it's a long movie, two and a half hours. We got James Wan at the helm. We talked about with the preconceived notions a little bit. Jason Momoa. Well, how does everyone feel about Jason Momoa, both as an actor and then when he got cast as Aquaman? I feel like his. I've I've only seen him in what Frontier. Game of, Game Thrones. of Thrones and this. So those are only He did the I've Conan s- remake, but Yeah, he did. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. And yeah, so, it's it's not good. But all the I'm less sa- is said but the better. All that's what I'm saying. Like all like him as an actor, his I guess best 
acting is done when he plays quiet characters. When he plays a character with a language that doesn't exist, with, so we don't know exactly. how he's emoting. When he was in Game of Thrones, yeah. so, so he did so a really good job. When he came, when, the less emotions and the less talking, the better. And it's like, he he's like, well, he's pretty. And so it's like, all right, so let's try and, you know, negate some of these acting flaws. Yeah. And, and, and try to, you know, so we His have His acting pretty... coach are the dumbbells he uses in the gym. Exactly. Or the axes. Which, which, I, which I feel like they've written a lot of his personality into the character. Of course. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot. I of... think it's always smart to have, give your actors things they can do, not things they can't do. But we'll yeah. talk about that later into the movie review. So, Mike. Preconceived notions on Jason Momoa. I only know him from Facebook posts. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Okay. Nor did I see. He's only in the end. first season, uh, arguably oh, the best okay. season of Game of Thrones. It's all kind of downhill from there. Um, and he is literally speaking a language that doesn't exist. And he's quiet, reserved, muscle man. Who he sits looks in the very corner. scary on screen. And like that's... you really wouldn't want to piss him off. Yeah, and that or, you know that's what know. you get from this movie as well. He's he's big and hulking. And, and well, yeah. And I you know I don't drink, but if I wanted to play a drinking game and kill myself, it would be take a take a shot every time Jason Momoa has his back turned to the camera and then turns his head or whips his hair <laughs> or like stands in a silhouette. And I'm like, geez, Louise, yeah. no wonder this is two and a half hours long. If we cut out all those scenes, it'd be thirty minutes, I think. <laughs> or a power stance. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. So. We've talked about the director, Jason Momoa, the star. Let's get into the plot. So the plot here, the plot here. Here's what's crazy is there's nothing unique about this plot, which I'm typically fine with if you're doing something interesting with either the characters Mm -hmm. or the action Mm -hmm. or the set pieces Mm -hmm. or something else. I'm fine with a simple story. But here's the story. Outcast, see if this sounds familiar to anybody. Okay. Spoilers, by the way. This is all spoilers. Muscle, muscle man outcast, okay, who is also a fan of regular Earth people, okay, has an evil brother who's trying to take the throne, okay? Or, or he's trying <laughs> when, to... I feel yeah. like I'm being led somewhere right <laughs> yeah, now. Maybe. There's, there's a path maybe, we're going down. Yes, maybe. So the brothers fight, okay, and in the end... The good brother becomes king, and the other is arrested and uh, sentenced away. And it, it, it's and uh, I it's it's a it's a basic hero's journey. You know, it's tried and true. Many many great stories are based the same way. You know, he 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 fights he he fights the villain. He's called to a quest. He fights the villain. He loses. You know, he has to go through trials. He gain, he gains the treasure. Well, we'll talk about whether or not he has to go through those yeah, trials yeah, in this movie. But but, but, but yeah, he, he, it's a basic. They were edited for time. Here's here's the thing, and here's my problem. Once again, we talked about that comparison. This is very very this is very Thorish. Okay, mm-hmm. it's very Thorish. The problem He's is supposed to be DC. The problem Thor, is yeah. the problem is this shows you what I've always said is Marvel Studios' actual superhero power, which is casting. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris Hemsworth. And Tom Hiddleston, okay, they have something called charisma. They have something <laughs> called screen presence. They have something called acting skills, okay? They can emote, all right? You compare that and contrast that to Jason Momoa, Amber Heard as Mara, poor Willem Dafoe in that man mm. bun. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, you just start comparing it and you already see, you're like, you know what? If, if, like, if something's going on in Thor, and even Thor of the Dark World, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I still think is a fun film, 
if I'm bored in that movie or if a line doesn't come across, I never feel like I'm blaming the actors. In this movie, I'm constantly just cringing at these line deliveries, at the lack of chemistry, the lack of screen presence. I'm just like, oh, gosh. And it's so strange because, you know, all of the great actors are, like, not the lead characters outside of Dolph Lundgren. And even Dolph Lundgren was very convincible in his role. But it was like, how are how are the worst actors in the films, the main the, I'm, the, the I'm going to put this out here right now. Dolph Lundgren is the best actor in this film. Okay? Dolph Lundgren has never been better than he's been in this film. He actually and I'll tell you this. He's somebody besides Dolph Lundgren. If <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is ever the best actor in your film, you have a bad film. <laughs> All right? That is not saying that he's great. That's saying he's the best in this movie. All right? But anyway, so the story... Sticking with the storyline, though, because that's yeah. where my biggest problem came in, was it was basically... It, it, I felt like it was written by freshman college students yep. who have taken a class on story writing and they learned about what a hero's journey is supposed to be. And so they say, this is a hero. He's going through his journey. Everything is just sort of set in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're watching and you think, this is the moment where he gets in the fight that he shouldn't get in, where he loses. Then he's going to grow somehow and then he's going to go back and win the fight. The problem was they've missed the grow somehow part. Uh, because we have a hero who doesn't really have any sort of weaknesses. We always see him as this good, caring, positive person. There's never any moment well, where... Well, and that's from the opening... That's the opening scene. When he yeah. boards... When he... What's first of again, first shot of the movie... And I mean shot. I mean, take your shot, because here's the drinking game. He gets on permission to come aboard, and he's flexing his muscles and turning back. <laughs> the moment a guy pulls a gun and shoots him, and he just kind of like twitches his head and then attacks him, I'm like, oh, okay. There's no stakes in the movie. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's cool. All right, he's bulletproof. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, okay. And then he immediately rips a door off and uses it as, as a, a shield. shield. Yeah. So Even maybe though. he's so so he can he can only deflect bullet, bullet resistant. Yeah, bullet resistant. Yeah. He's below fifty meters. I just know the guy shoots him in the head at like point blank, and he's kind of. It gives him an excuse to whip his hair. So second shot. <laughs> and, and, uh, and to speak. To your point too, like at first he let he, you know he let the uh, the father of Black Manta like drown like you know oh the sea will ask the sea for mercy you know when he was trying to help him right. and and I liked one thing I did like is that they really established these guys as assholes you know they also they idiots can we t- okay they kill all those guys yeah. and then his dad's like you know what i know we're in the middle of this mission and we're like a hundred meters under <laughs> the, the water yeah. but i want to get i want to tell you this story about your grandfather that i've never told you before and here's the knife and i'm like what the freak is going yeah. on here what are you guys doing you're like you i i just i never see terrorists stopping in the middle of the mission like because we had to care about his death somehow jeez was the only way to get the crowd to even remotely care about the fact that this guy was gonna die well they're they're gonna sort of attachment they're gonna try that a million times in this movie and it's not gonna work absolutely oh no but you know what they do to to save themselves from all these things explosion from the side yeah i don't know if you guys noticed how many times there was an explosion from the side interrupting some sort of moment we're talking about (laughs) something serious you know what that's probably all in post like I would love to have that job. We're like, okay, the moment Jason Momoa loses character, I want you to just have an explosion happen from the side. They just have a button in the editing booth. Boom, 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 side boom. Explosion There's button. just explosions everywhere. Side explosion, side explosion. He gets one word out. Boom. Like, they just keep going. And you know what? That's what's annoying. You're right. There's all these things constantly happening, and yet the movie still takes forever. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason that this movie on paper should feel long. 
It just shouldn't. It just shouldn't, but it does. And and so he lets him die on the sub. But um and and then after that is when he goes visit his dad. And there's one twist in this whole movie. There's one twist that you did that you. I'm using air quotes when I say you didn't see coming, and that's when they're drinking and the tough biker guy. Hold on, hold on. We're moving way too fast here. Are we? Are okay. we? Are we though? Hold on, because <laughs> it's a two and a half this hour sub, movie. This sub, this sub is apparently hour. the same sub that he uses later on to set up that fake attack. Right. How does that even work? Because <laughs> he that rescued thing- the sub, right? Maybe. Oh, and then, you're talking about yeah, Black Manta uses that sub. That's what he uses to attack to do the whole exactly. like oh the ocean the sub colors. was barely functioning. Yeah, he says that it's a throwaway line, but I'm like, wait a second, we see this thing like really destroyed in the first act here, and then it's just and then hold, magically back. So to normal. so wait yeah. a minute. So this is what happened. So Jason Momoa's Aquaman saved all those people. And remember, he like swam like a dolphin, carrying them like mm. in his mouth, like all their rafts. Oh, which is great. So yeah. then, well, that's our so action then... set piece to set the hero up. Yeah, like... and you're like, this guy's great. <laughs> and so, and Superman so, underwater. so let so let me get this straight. I wanted to toss him a fish for doing such a good job. <laughs> so J- Jason Momoa left him in there. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah. all right, well, he left me. Let me go shoot some rockets at these yeah. underwater people. Those guys are in rafts. They're saved. They're yeah. also military people. Yeah. I mean, I think they're like Canadian or something, so I it's not real Russia, military, Russia, but it's Russia. it's it's, yeah. it's somewhat of a military. They have uniforms. Let's give them that much, okay? Coast Guard. They're fine. They're in rafts, and he just leaves this super terrorist just in the, like— In the sub. Oh, whatever. Yep. You have I a nuclear sub, dad. whatever. He's fine. Yeah. Punish enough. I don't know. One life for the crew of the of the ship. Wait a second! I can breathe underwater. This... Let me escape this sinking submarine. And we haven't even gotten to the best part because we just skipped over the origin story. Oh, the origin story of this so... movie with Nicole Kidman and yeah. the guy that played Jango Fett in the Star Wars prequels. That's where I, I didn't. Even... <laughs> <laughs> You're I, right. I didn't Uh-oh. even recognize him. Well, I was... okay. I didn't recognize him either. Him or Nicole Kidman in the first because. You know, they like de-aged him or something, but it was all digital. Just like they looked mm-hmm. like Henry Cavill's upper upper lip in Justice League. That's <laughs> what they this, literally looked like. Gate? Yes, oh yeah, God. they looked terrible. <laughs> they looked terrible. I'm like, what am I watching? Anyway, so it opens up. We see Aquaman's dad. He finds some lady washed up on the beach somehow for whatever reason. He gets her, brings her inside. She's super strong. She eats his goldfish. They fall in love as you do, and they have a baby. That baby is Aquaman that we just talked about getting on the sub. This whole, this whole, this whole opening really set the mood for me. They got married. There's a line. There's a line. Well, well, okay. So, as you know, the surface people and the sea people don't get together. Yada yada yada. So then people come in and attack his Aquaman's mom and a dad, and she's like, "I have to go," you know, or they'll just keep coming after me. Yada yada yada. She's crying on the dock, and she says to him as she's crying, she's like, "In my world." The ocean takes your tears away. And then Django Fett replies, In my world, you feel them. And I was like, This is the movie I've come here to see at eleven thirty at night. This is gonna be a long movie. There are so many bad lines in this movie. 
What's that smell? I don't think that's one of the bad lines. Just oh, throw that what? Out there. Just gonna throw I, that out there. Mike. I think it's Mike. The, one of the very few times where they're actually getting across some sort of feeling. That's because so those slightly. are two people who know how to act. Exactly. Oh, it's amazing. Yes. This is the last time you're going to see two people in a scene not, together that do know how to act. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm I, like the line is super cheesy. You know, like. But you need cheesy lines for hard goodbyes. Okay, or whatever. but like that exists. I think in that one oh scene, like gosh. you were saying, I think good acting can yes outweigh bad writing. Bad, exactly. You know, and I think this is. I don't think it did. Quite have it together. I don't think it yeah. did in that scene, but whatever. I think we're just comparing this to the rest of the movie, and we're like, yeah, it's pretty good by comparison. It's not. <laughs> I agree. You know, I agree. Like, I agree. <laughs> it brought up some cool imagery. You no, don't think it didn't. about crying underwater until yeah. she says something. And here's exactly. my problem. Here's my problem. They do not know what kind of movie they want to make. They are constantly doing things like that, like, oh, let's bring up this imagery of tears underwater, and then also. Here's an entire race of people that are crustaceous. Like, you need to pick one or the other. Because if you're going to so, ask me to take this seriously, you better have some good actors in it and you better have a good story. I'm going to table your crustaceous part because that's one of the few things I did like no, about the story. I did, but we got to wait till that gets to the, we're, getting, we're not there yet, no, man. No, no, I'm talking about tone, though. They should have sat down and decided all right, do we want to make Game of Thrones underwater or do we want to make Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Right, because I'm fine yes. with either movie. I'm fine with either movie, yep. but you got to make up your mind. Right, and we'll get to my favorite character the entire movie in a little bit here, because I agree with you. There's parts of this movie that I'm like, this is what they should have made, but instead they're too busy trying to convince adults that Aquaman is cool. And I'm like, don't worry about that. Just make the movie. Right. Give us Flash Gordon underwater. <laughs> That's what they should have made. I'm being completely serious. That movie is cheesy, but you know what? It looks amazing. Like the, the the primary colors and the characters and the golden staves and like all this stuff, that's what they should have given us. But instead, we're getting lines like, "In my world, you feel them." Who cares? Who cares? So she goes. Then we flash forward to Aquaman mm -hmm. on the sub. Then after the mission, he meets up with his dad, and just like a good bro dude, for breakfast with your dad. What does that mean? Brewskis. Exactly. Exactly. And and. Like I said, this is, you know, the one quote-unquote twist yeah. that you're not supposed yeah. to see coming. Which you do. Which you, Yeah, that's why I'm using my air quotes. Um, it's an audio format. That's why I said air quotes. <laughs> After I called you out I, on I it. I mentioned air quotes. <laughs> but um, Just imagine every time he's speaking, there's air quotes. <laughs> Everything. Every word is quoted <laughs> by the air. And, you know, these tough biker dudes ask him if he's the fish boy. And he's like, I, I like fish, man. And uh, and they're like, well, can we get a picture with you with a pink phone and everything? And I was like, oh, and it's funny because he's a big biker dude, but he's got a pink phone mm -hmm. and he fanboys out. Yeah. Tongue in cheek, toxic masculinity. Got yeah. you, got you. And once again, and it's funny you bring that up. And just like you were talking about, bro, dude, and like toxic masculinity, all this other stupid stuff. You look at Thor. He is that character. He's very masculine. Like, almost to the extreme. Mm -hmm. Almost to the extreme. But because it's Chris Hemsworth, and because the story serves it, you go along with him. There are so many times in this movie I find myself hating the main character. I don't think I've ever hated Thor. Even when he's being a douche. I'm like, well, that's Thor well, starting trouble with the Ice Giants again. <laughs> and, and with, I mean, like, comparing them, Thor is, you know what I mean, like, at, when you first see him, he is, he, I think... Thor at first is the same character that Aquaman agreed. You know what I mean? And then, and then now look at Thor Ragnarok. You know what I mean? He still 
hyper masculine. He's still very bro dude, and and but yet he's you know like because that's what heroes do. You know what I mean? So he's it's like he's you can see that he still has that 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 outside. He's still the same Thor, but on the, his soft nudity center is is changed. Stop nudity center. There you go. And it's a you know a hero with good values. But I, but that's, that's my point. I I find myself hating Aquaman. Hating Aquaman, something more than a king. A hero. (laughs) What a great line. From the people that brought you the tear line comes another one. So, after they're done drinking and partying, this is when we first meet up with Amber Heard's Mara. Okay, he's helping his dad into the truck. She shows up. Okay, and she gives him this whole spiel about, you got to come back. Your brother's a bad, bad man. You got to be king. And he's like, I don't want to be king. And she's like, yeah, you'd be a terrible king. But then they're going to spend the next this two is, and a half hours convincing us this, otherwise, and this, trying to. This uh, half-second line is the only connection with the other movies where she mentions, but you defeated Steppenwolf. That is the one and yep. only thing that connects this movie Whoa, with any other movie. I yeah. didn't even hear that line. Yeah, it's it made, crazy. It no sense you were still, Mike's mm-hmm. still crying in his seat from the, the cry line yeah. earlier. It's so beautiful, it's so beautiful. Steppenwolf was the villain from, from, from Justice League, and it's the one and only thing that connects this with something Which, once else. again, is fine, because nobody liked Justice League. So yeah, they, but if, if they want to make a clean break, you're building. I, I don't think they are, but that's a whole different discussion. I agree with you. There's only one connection here, and it's stupid. But it's like whatever. No, I don't think anyone. Well, cares. as somebody who didn't see Justice League, like his connection to the underworld to me is non-existent for most of this. I see him being trained, and but that is it. Like I don't oh, see him ever we'll get spending to the time training there. Montage. I don't see him see him ever like understanding the culture of Atlantis. There's none of that for me. He mm-hmm. is a complete outsider from my perspective. And so when he gets there and he's sort of, I wouldn't say familiar, but is known. To me, that's just it's, it's a little it's, off, offset. It's, for it's this, all weird for the plot line, really. But anyway, it doesn't flow with the plot line. So he says, oh, "I wouldn't be a good king." She's like, "Yeah, you wouldn't." And then he's like, "I'm not gonna help you." And they're driving. Then the biggest tidal wave I've ever seen takes out like the side and almost kills Daddy, his dad. But Mira shows off her power where she sucks the water out of him, and he can breathe, and everything's fine. So then Aquaman's like, "Fine, I guess if they're gonna throw waves at us." I can go. No, it was waves of trash. They expelled all of Mm -hmm. the trash in the ocean back onto the land, which is really confusing to me because if it's such a big deal where they have to attack us, why not just keep doing that every five years? That seems like a viable option. Why not just pick it up? Why not just burn it? Why not use one of their magical planes to destroy it? But I'm just saying. Burn it underwater, Ben. Who knows? The the massive plot, I don't know if this is jumping around too much, but the plot is that they they want to attack the surfacers because and this the is the first attack pollute the right. their oceans mind you we have no clue that they're down there um and so they use so they have the ability to expel all the garbage out of their ocean back onto like the beaches and the land and stuff and this and that's is all the do. ships all the oil rigs yeah. this isn't just pepsi cans and it's like the if they're able <laughs> if they're capable of doing that don't talk about england like that if they're if they're capable of doing that isn't it more viable to just keep doing that instead of like going to war? Yeah, but that's King Orem who wants to be, and I know this is from the comics, but you have to change it. Ocean, ocean Master. master. <laughs> He's like, I'll be Ocean Master. I'm like, okay, guy, whatever you want to call yourself. Like, well, you want to be Ocean Master, take the title. I don't think anyone's fighting you for that. Anyways, 
He's yeah, that's a part of it, but it was more that he wanted to rule like the whole planet. I think it was more you know, which once again is very hu- trite and very hungry, overdone, course, exactly. and he just wants to rule to rule it. And, or or he just wants to be like maybe not even that, but like like you know, just a war hawk. Like you know, I mean, maybe yeah, yeah. So he goes with Mara, okay, and once again we get another great bro dude moment because. She is hiding her ship down there, and he's like, oh, I don't want to go in there. It smells like fish butt or whatever. And she's like, it smells better than you. And he, like, sniffs his armpits under the water, and he's like, ugh. And I'm like, oh, great. So not only does he not want to be king, not only does he not want to be in this story, because neither do I at this point, but he smells. <laughs> what it, more could you want from he, your main hero? He smells worse than fish butt. Yeah. He also smells... Whatever his... that smells like. I don't want to know. <laughs> and apparently it he... smells like this movie. Apparently you can smell him underwater. Yes, that's stanky. That's not stinky. That's stanky. I'm not letting him in my ship at all if I'm Mara. So also, so we haven't talked about Mara enough. Amber Heard. That's a one absolutely beautiful, boy. Absolutely beautiful. And that's where it stops. I've liked her in some things. I've never loved her in anything, and this is where we're going to talk about another DCEU movie for a second, Wonder Woman, which I think is an okay, fine, great film. Not great. Okay, fine. Good. Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, is not a good actor. All right? She's not a good actor. The reason that Wonder Woman works is because they paired her with an actor who knows what they're doing, and Chris Pine. Mm -hmm. He elevates... Her performance. Or even and her actually, with uh, Ben Affleck her with, in, a, in other movies. Well, Ben Affleck's mm. kind of a shell of himself that's in the DCEU. <laughs> but my point is, they paired their star with someone who could elevate that star's performance. Right. Okay? They do the opposite in this movie. Well, and, and in that defense of what they did there with Wonder Woman is because she plays this island outsider, always kind of clueless character mm-hmm. they wrote that in and so she fit like they matched her kind weaknesses of. with that Still, character, some of those i think, I think they just matched her weaknesses just... which i i, I agree. worked more i've or less. seen monsters I, I like him it masked before. it yeah, it masked bit. it no, no no i agree that that's what i'm saying that's the that's the, that's the purpose of both the writing and i like i said pairing her with chris pine right makes that work so yeah like it, you want to see it both was, of them on screen together it works anytime she's by herself you're kind of like oh whatever when and they're together like okay her this deliveries works. are very flat they're mm-hmm. are very robotic yeah so in this movie jason momoa we've already said all right his acting coach are the dumbbells like we get it he's one note he can do one thing we give him someone else who is one note and can do one thing so we have two mm-hmm. people who are trying to look prettier than the other at any given time, who's they just don't. I don't know. I there's didn't think no, she was distractingly no bad. I didn't think she was distractingly bad. I thought he was, but I didn't think she was distractingly bad. Maybe she was just bad. Maybe Regular not. Bad, like medium. Right. She I wasn't Chris Pine's elevator. That's him. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But she wasn't like, distracting. They're just problem. they're just two lame ducks together in a pod under the water. Which can we talk about? I love Aquaman. So they're approaching. Um, Atlantis that he's apparently never seen, even though he had the suit and tried it in, in Justice League. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's never seen it. He's like, "Why is there a bridge underwater?" And she's like, "Uh, you know, cause there's customs and stuff, but we're just gonna go through because I have diplomatic immunity." And I'm still like, "Wait a second, why is there a bridge underwater?" <laughs> no, she said, "Remnants of the old world," I think something like that. Yeah. It's stupid. The answer, whatever it is, is stupid. It's a really cool visual thing, but I'm like, "Why even address it? Just show us that and then go in." But when we get into here, I'm like, "All right, there's a chance." This is what the entire movie should have been. She talks about I have diplomatic immunity. I'm like, "Wait a second, that means that there's people who don't. There's a customs check-in. 
for Atlantis? Let's see that. Yes. Let's see some people trying exactly. to get in with some illegal seashells or something. Please, <laughs> something cool. I'm like, okay. They reference it, and then uh, they just go over the thing, and they're in, and there's, like, giant sea turtles that like, are, like, buses, like, all this stuff. I'm like, okay. Like a Flintstones right, kind cool. of feel. Yeah, with yeah, under, yeah, under yeah. Flintstones yeah. meets Finding Nemo. Yeah. Like the, the pelican who's really the toilet, and Fred <laughs> takes a dump in his mouth. He's like, you think your job's crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, that stuff is what I want, and we'll get to it. So he shows up, and he's with Mara, and he's with Willem Man Bun Defoe, who is one of my all-time favorite actors and is Love giving him. nothing to do in this movie, all right, except exposition. That's why they gave right. him the Man Bun. Yeah, apparently. Well, no, it keeps his skin pulled back, apparently. So they all meet up, and this is where we're given the quest for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Your balls are hurting, aren't they? Nah, I'm just, you know, just readjusting. Right. The bottom half of your body is just blue. We just can't <laughs> tell. Like, there's no blood circulation. Anyways, so this is where we get the quest, okay? Apparently, they meet up and in secret, and this is where we learn that highborns can breathe air and underwater. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a really cool feature. It's going to come in plainly. So they meet up in this Evolution sunken ship, confirmed. this sunken ship, and we f- we hear that there's a secret trident, okay? And Aquaman even says, I already got one. He's like, not like this, you don't. It's special. You sound just like Willem Dafoe. Yeah, just like Willem Dafoe. No, I had too much inflection in my voice just then to be any character in this movie. <laughs> but we learn that there's a special one that's, that if only the true king can grab. So if he gets it, then people will... Think he's a true king and he can be the ocean master, whatever stupid name he wants to call himself, and call off the war. Okay, that's what we're told. That's what we're told in this section, right? Right. What did it look like in 3D, Mike? (laughs) (laughs) A blurry mess. I I took my glasses off. Yeah. It looked way better. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So they do this and then they get attacked. They get attacked by these guys that have opposite of breathing apparatuses well they are breathing apparatuses but they have water in them so that they can breathe and they attack them and there's a cool fighting thing man bun and mara wait both you're escape. skipping to later with that no 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 no, 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 no. no, no, no. that they happens in, in, the, in the ship in the ship yeah because they're meeting in secret right they and attack them while they're in the ship that's yeah. where we're at and yeah. remember there was the whole thing but of, their face mask things don't matter because they're under, oh no because they had because oh, they're right. in the yeah, air yeah, pocket because yeah, 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 only highborns can breathe air and water and Will Defoe's character had to hide so they get away but Aquaman gets taken in and we wake up and Aquaman is chained alright and we get introduced to Ocean Master so with that because this was a gripe I had later on in the next fight because I forgot that they were in an air bubble inside the ship. Mm-hmm. She can control water, right? Yeah. She can suck it out of their masks, right? You'd think she'd be the most powerful creature in the ocean if she can the control The most water. powerful creature ever. I agree. Yes. I agree. She can control literally the thing that you're breathing. Why is she not queen of the world? Well, in the comics she's Queen Mera. Okay, pick up a book. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Excuse me. Excuse me. Graphic novel. Yes, graphic novels. So <laughs> he gets attacked. And I love this next spot because it's um oh gosh, what is his name? What's oh, the actor's name? No, 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 no. The actor's name because oh. I actually like him and stuff. But in this movie, he, once he, again, he's he not. In, he's not uh, that good. He's in a lot of other James Wan movies. Yeah, <laughs> Conjuring and Insidious and all that other stuff. Anyways, he has everybody in this movie has bad hair. Everybody in this movie has a bad wig or a bad hair day. Or something. He's got this slicked back blonde hair. Okay. And, and you know Mara's what? got a bad wig. 
They got Willem Dafoe in a man bun. I don't know who's in charge of the hair on this movie, but it's not good. Two two of the characters have the same style. Willem Dafoe and uh, um, King Orem Ochimaster. They both have like that slip back yeah, hair it's style. Real nasty. Anyway, so I love Patrick this part. Well, because if it's Patrick floating Wilson, around, yes, thank you. then it's always in your face. Yeah, and, they, and that's a lot of digital stuff that they got to do that they didn't <laughs> have in the budget for the three-hour movie they made. So he's chained up all of his limbs, all right? You'd think they would chain that to something that didn't move. But they just got it on these merfolk that are floating in the water, which allows him to move them, and they yeah. get close. They have this face-off. So they challenge each other to a fight of doom, the ring of fire, whatever they, they call it. Okay, down, down, down. And they the do this whole thing. Here's failure fight. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. We've already been given the mission. Why do the fight at all? Just take off on your mission, because if you get the trident, you become king, right? Yeah, right, well, that's what she, they address later. an hour with, shorter. With her saying, hey, you, that wasn't the plan. And this is where we're supposed to see his ego of whatever sort. Where we, we Oh, have we've seen it already. Character fault. He smells like fish butt, Mike. <laughs> He's got an ego. He drinks. He yeah. smells. Well, his, yeah. his ego at this point is to avenge his mother. Yes. Who is also his brother's mother. mother. Who's also... So. Stepbrother. They're half-brothers. Yeah. They're yeah. Half-brothers. Yeah. It's weird. Still his mother, though. I think it's the timing because, hold on, he's the younger brother. King Orem is, yeah. Is the younger brother. Uh Right. So listen to this. So this chick runs away from the Yeah, she gets called back, gets forced to get married, and has... And has a... Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. You can't consent. No one can hear you consent under the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) It it just sounds awkward. You know, that's arranged marriages. That's royalty marriages. And that's that's what they're trying to get at. That's what they're trying to get to here. It's this big royal family. Right. And here's here's where it starts to kind of... You start to see, because they introduce the other sides of of this underwater world. You start Mm -hmm. to see the different ways that the mer people have evolved. You've got the lesser evolved crustaceous kind of ones that live in the crack or whatever it's called and then you've got the further evolved <laughs> the ones trench, that want to but sure the crack <laughs> release the we trenching. don't we don't hang out with the poo folk where do they live the crack <laughs> what are they called so, so then called you the see the, the, the atlanteans the are the the middle class they're the ones who are are mm. not completely evolved to the intelligent race they're not devolved the people, to the crustaceous yeah. one they're the middle ground who have these like somewhat archaic rules and ways of thinking about things like arranged marriages and things like that. And so we're supposed to see them as, in my opinion, lesser than us because they're middle ground and not this, this better people and because they're the ones who would kill right. his mm. mother. And like the, the it, what's interesting looking at it from the hero's journey perspective, we've already got the call to action part. By getting the quest. That's what I'm saying. That's why this now, doesn't make and sense. Now, and now you're getting a second call to action. Against your brother. By 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 the fight. And it's like, you really only need one of these scenes. That's what I'm saying. You really only needed one of these scenes. I get what they're trying to do. And I think it would have been a better idea to have the fight. Have it work out to where she had diplomatic immunity, but they already knew that she was go- she was already like talking with him. And so now, you know what I mean? You skip that 20 minutes of th- these two scenes and you just, all right, you go straight into this, you know? Yeah. Get mm-hmm. to the main, get yeah. to the main action. But I will say this scene does afford us my favorite character of the entire film. <laughs> all right. So they get to fighting. You see the crowd, everything's big. There is an octopus playing drums in this scene. <laughs> and I kid you not. I was like, this is the movie I wanted. This is what I wanted to see. 
Underwater, Goodness gracious. Underwater Flintstones action. Yes, you know? I'm like, this octopus playing the drums. Let's let's just learn more about this world. Please, mm-hmm. please. Under the sea. Like, he's, and he's got all his arms, have, have drumsticks in him. He's doing this whole thing. I'm like, this is what this is the movie they should have made. Mm-hmm. But they, it did just give you little glimpses of it. And then we're supposed to go back to, oh, okay, two brothers trying to And it goes back to, to what you're other. talking about, like, the tone. Like, they, it, it seems like they had elements of this, elements of that, elements of that. And it feels like it, they didn't really know what movie they wanted to make so they just made like an all-you-can-eat buffet well, of all the movies it was originally styles supposed they to be a horror movie was it not i think that no. was the original or pitch kind of I think, well i, think I mean was, james, I Wan, I well, james Wan is a horror director well, which will be it was supposed to be a dark film it well okay that's like, the dceu yeah. mm-hmm. well, it's i just did it's, morgan's air quotes it sounds to me <laughs> <laughs> they're floating around here apparently though but it, it just seems like like you said that they wanted to make that they did know what they want to make and they brought in a guy that does horror, and then they're like, "All right, so you do horror movies, but we want you to make Thor Ragnarok." And he's like, "We'll roll the dice for it." Yeah, but James Wan, <laughs> James Wan did did that third Star Trek movie, which is mm-hmm. a ton of fun. Yeah. He did Fast Seven, which I've never seen, but I've heard really good things about. As far as a car action movie, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he knows how to do fun. I think everyone's still, they're still playing. They're slave to the rest of the DCEU, which was by um what's his name dc the uh, are you talking about the director the no. well the the, the, the man president. of steel watchman oh, yeah. zach snyder. snyder thank you they're all slave to what zach snyder set up which is a bland color palette everyone's over serious everyone's brooding everyone's because this is supposed to be in contrast to mm-hmm. the mcu remember oh it's gonna be so dark and gritty and cool like the dark knight like no you're not like the dark you're no. a joke. If you wanted the Dark Knight, then you should have, you know. You're the, more like the Fart Knight. Whoa! Hey-o! Got him! <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. So, yeah, yeah I, I think James Wan is more than capable of making that movie. But I think that you're just, unfortunately, in this kind of universe that they're still yeah, and that's not for a, whatever that's not reason. That's not he was handed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of feel bad. Because, once again, we'll talk about this. I don't like this fight at all. I don't like the part where they hit and then the crowd's like stunned and then, yeah, and they're back into it. I don't think any of that's funny. I don't think, once again, the problem with this movie is I'm rolling my eyes at the humor and I'm laughing at the drama. One thing. <laughs> it's backwards. One, like, I, I don't disagree with you, but there is one, like, I guess, visual that you get from this fight. And that's his, his trident breaking. And I guess to me, it was like, oh, you know, it's a represent, his, his trident is broke. So he needs a new trident because that's the traditional weapon. And so now it's representing of him being defeated. It's represented of him kind of, you know, having to to move on from the old trident, the old now, him. Now we've got to go get the. Well, new and one. that was his mother's trident. Yeah, his mother's so trident. So there's the, all, all the symbolism behind that. Yeah. Yes. So I thought that was really I, I, symbolism. I rolled my eyes exactly. when you said so symbolism. But I, I I thought that was a really <laughs> interesting scene where like, all right, now I already got a trident, and now that trident is broken. And so now he needs to but move on. Once again, muscles. once yeah. again, some <laughs> of the some of I don't care about the fight. I don't like the I don't like it. Is, but some of the camera work in this movie, which once again we can put on James Wan, is really really good. I like some of these camera moves. I like the way that it's moving underwater. I like some of the stuff he's doing. I think it looks visually interesting. And I think some of the CGI, you know, action scenes were really cool. They're really fun. Like, you know, that's my overall thing about this this movie that it's not great. But it's fun, you know. Like I put it in the same thing with like the Power Rangers movies. Like it was fun. The Power Rangers movie was better than this movie. 
I agree. I'm just saying. But that's like, because the Power Rangers movie knew their demographic. Yeah, the Power yeah. Rangers knew movie, what movie we weren't supposed knew... to take them seriously. Exactly. Yeah. It was the climax. Who fell in love as eight-year-olds. The this, climax this takes place at a Krispy Kreme. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so then what happens is Mara has to step in. Okay. Showing her, showing her true yes, allegiances. Her true allegiances. She jumps in a thing, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, you remember that mission we got 20 minutes ago? Let's do that instead." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yes, yes, George, we already got a call to action." So <laughs> they go, the <laughs> they go. They're on that. They're they're under attack. So they their ship gets shot. They're in some molten magma underwater something Mm -hmm. and they get away from the ship but they let it look like they die this is one of my things i hated the most about this movie what it was when they go all right so they they're thinking that they're dead and jace momoa calls and and talks to the whale and they're in the whale and and mara is just like wow it's just like pinocchio he was like you know oh is that a book or something about like no 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 she asked him where he got it from he says that, Pinocchio. That's right. That's right. He's like, oh, I got it from Pinocchio. <laughs> and then we'll come back to that later. Right. <laughs> well, we're, we're at, I mean, and, and so that there's two, there's two scenes. I'm sorry. There's three like scenes or areas in this movie that really peeved me that I really want to talk about. And that was one of them. But that this one sets up the other two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because they're all, they're all probably surrounding Mara and Aquaman's interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. So this starts finally. This finally starts a thing. So our heroes are off trying to find this trident. Meanwhile, the ocean master to be and Mara's father mm-hmm. are trying to gather an army. Okay. And this sets up another one of my frustrations with the films. But they're going around to these different kingdoms because there's seven kingdoms. Because how, all... how many seas are there? Seven. <gasps> so they're going to each sea and they're getting into a different they, kingdom so they, they can get to, all of them have, together. Everybody has to agree in order for him to be Ocean Master. He exactly. has to lead all those armies exactly. in order to be Ocean exactly. Master. Exactly. So he's going to these different kingdoms, which, once again, on paper, that sounds awesome. Let's see some of these exotic locations. Yes. Let's go to these different things. But it turns Explore out. Explore the philosophy of what evolution of. Yes, yes. Why? Mm-hmm. Like the, the like. merfolk, like those those fish yeah. people were like real philosophical. Yeah, and you're like, okay, favorite. then why are they like that? And, and he just kills them. them. Well, he just kills them. He just kills them. I can't take and credit. the Gordon fisherman. I can't take credit for this because this was on the review that I was watching before. Well, then don't this. say it on this. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're so stupid. Dijon, was it Dijon? No, Hussein, like has a sh- like has such a small short role, and it's like they just put him in here. This isn't what they said. I'm, I shame up. but I'm just saying, like he has such a <laughs> he had such legal a, get down here. <laughs> but no, but they're like, but they said the. Um, let's just you know, let's just quote our favorite reviews of the movie. Why do we even have to have our own thoughts? Let me just look up IGN real quick. This movie challenged uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy to see how short of a role they can give Digimon Houston. Oh yeah, name. the guy that says who. And, uh, He's gonna be in Captain Marvel, by the way, playing the same character from Guardians of the Galaxy. Same with Ronan the Accuser. There we go. Back to you. And so, like, I yeah, and that's what like Ronan the Accuser is gonna be back. They, this this scene represented like them because this isn't the only thing this happens where they get this big name actor. Oh, we'll talk about it. Who who and then and it's casted and, and I was like, oh wow, we'll here's a there. big name actor. What's their role? What are they gonna do? And they're in it for about a line. Yeah, and, and it's meaningless. And I can understand that trying to be like a shock value kind of thing. You hire a big name and people mm-hmm. expect them to be around, and they're like, oh my gosh, they just killed somebody off very early kind of thing. But right. it's not even that. It's not even played for that in the movie. Like it's You wouldn't not, even know no. some of these people. No. Anyway, so on paper, like I said, him going to these different kingdoms, trying to get these armies together. Sounds awesome. Just like our heroes being on this globetrotting adventure to find this trident. Sounds awesome. 
we start in the desert <laughs> because I guarantee you this was a part of the pitch meeting. I guarantee you someone was like, all right, he's Aquaman. We're going to put him in the opposite of the ocean, the desert. Everyone's like, whoa, <laughs> we got to make this movie. But, of course, we get more great Jason Momoa action uh, when he... <laughs> When he's on the the airplane, and they say, Mara's like, oh, we're there. We're there. We found it. We need to go. And she just jumps out of the airplane, you know? And he's like, oh, I'm redhead. So what you going to do? And he jumps out, and he's like, Wah! Do they not understand the concept? Like, <laughs> did they, are they just fish out yeah. of water? Have they not seen sand before? They, like, did, I, I don't know. They just And then they hit it super hard, and then they're up, and they're walking. And that was the bit. And I was like. Okay. They're in human superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen scales? Come on. Like, which is so weird because if you took a fish and did that, it would still die. Like, these people lived underwater for generations. I don't know. It's, that might be weird. So they get there, though, and they have their little puzzle box and they Mm. unlock the first piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. They unlock the first piece of the puzzle and she does it because, oh, there's no water to power this technology. So. We got to, like, it needs water. So she takes water out of his forehead and puts a drop on there, and it powers this, like, billion-year-old machine, and they get this thing. And sh- and he's like, well, shouldn't we uh, have written that down or recorded it? She's like, I memorized it. What about you? And he's like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. And so she asks him what totally. he said. He's like, something, something, trident, uh, something, something. And she's like, you do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. And I'm like, I wish – and then, an A bomb would go off so, right now. Like I said, like, so so there was that. But do you do you remember what happened before that when she pulled the water? Oh, from him? and then he's like, I could have just peed on it. These this is what I was talking about as far as yeah. I hate Aquaman's yeah. personality. Yeah, it's just he doesn't. And and once again, we're still throughout this movie that we haven't even touched on yet. There's countless countless lines about how I don't want to be king. I wouldn't be a good king. And then her agreeing with him throughout the movie. He's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go. I'm like, then why do I care? He doesn't want to be on this journey, and neither do I. It's miserable. It's He's absolutely miserable as a league and character. And I feel like I feel like it would have done – I think it would have been so much better. And I'm telling you that that scene where they're in the whale, it would have been so much better if it was like, all right, you know, I've never been, I've never been beat so bad, you know – we need, you know, let me do this. Let me do this. You know, I want to help people. Some, something. Yeah, because but, but, a part of the call to action is that the hero answers the call. Exactly. He never does. He, he doesn't. He never he just, does. It stuff. feels like he got dragged through mm-hmm. this whole movie. If With it, me. If, like, I was hanging on to his coattails the if, whole time saying, you don't need like, to do this coattails, either. Coattails, they wouldn't dare put a coat on Jason <laughs> Momoa. How dare they cover up his best acting asset, his pectoral muscles. And I, and. How you feel when you're when you go shopping with your wife is how I Jason Momoa's Aquaman looked in this movie, like he was just being dragged along. I don't want to be here. Like, yeah, he's miserable. Looks fine, honey. He's miserable. So I am too. Like, exactly. why is he the lead character? Why does he want to do this? How did how did, how did the reminds, sand look in three D? Please. <laughs> that this was one of my favorite DC movies. Okay, that is. We'll talk about the DCU <laughs> yeah. when we get done. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And you know what? It, at the end of the day, it might be one of mine, too. <laughs> no. Because we're poo-pooing on this thing a whole lot. <laughs> Remember. Hey, you know, where the poo, you know where the poo folk live? Down in the crack. In the crack. In the crack. Now, now this, 
now and then all right so so they have this scene and then how then they have to go to don't they have to go to Italy? They have to go to Italy, and How they, they they get through the sand or something. Yeah, they just they get, swam through the sand. You guys, come they on, just get to Italy. First of all, we're forgetting there's training montages through all of this that we're talking <laughs> about as well, which are some of my favorite because I knew this. Is that what I, we're getting to now? Is, oh my gosh, this is the time to address Oof. that. Ooh, actually, they might have traveled during the training montage. <laughs> That's why we just see training montages and oh, they're in Italy. So, poor man bun Willem Dafoe is tasked. With training Jason Momoa here, which you know what's really sad. We're calling him Jason Momoa instead of Aquaman because he's not playing a character in this movie. No, he's not. Jason Momoa is Aquaman. Aquaman <laughs> is Jason Momoa. No, no, no. That's giving him too much credit. I kissed a man. <laughs> yeah, like that's giving him too much credit. Anyways, I knew the moment that this training montage started on the beach when Willem Dafoe takes his trident and he's showing him this special move, which essentially. He's twirling a baton and well, leading and, and, and leading even, the water parade. And, and I'm like, if this, this is the move that saves the universe at the end of this movie, I'm gonna have been right. Because that's my assumption. <laughs> <laughs> and even before this, like there was some cool scenes of him like teaching him how to swim, like an Atlantean. And it's supposed to be like, you know, like, oh, he was his teacher. He showed him how to do these things when his mom was gone. So he's like a kind of you know, like teacher character. I thought that was kind of cool showing, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they just, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, yeah, but they always, walk. they showed it like in the most convenient expected moments. Like, yeah. Again, that's that, well, yeah, that plot yeah. line where like, it, it's a great element that when it's used, right. Mm-hmm. But when a flashback is used just to show you exactly the moment where the character learns the thing that he needs to know now. Yeah. yeah. This isn't who wants to be a millionaire. Like that's not the point of this story. Mm hmm. They're like, side explosion. Exactly. (laughs) I wish there had been more of them, honestly. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, the twirling baton thing. He's literally twirling baton. He spins around, catches it. Like, it's a whole flag routine. I'm telling you right now. It's a flag routine. I don't think Man Bun even knew anything about Atlantis. He was just a creeper. And he thought even young Jason Momoa was hot. And he's like, let me show you some tricks here. I'm going to spin this around here, and you're going you're gonna to do one of these things. you got to finish. you got to catch it now. you got to catch it. It's on fire, but you got to catch it. I don't know if this is being a little too nitpicky. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are you talking about this whole podcast? Child. Oh, my gosh. Child. This is great. Child. Uh, um, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, looked Nothing like if you would have. No, he looked like a kiwi. If you, if you, took, <laughs> like his father. If you took this kid and it was like that turns into this guy. Yeah, it looks nothing. There's. It, it gave me hope. Like I thought, if you he know, if you look, look like at himself, like if you maybe look when at, I like, grow up, I'll look like your, Jason Momoa. When you look at pictures of your parents as babies, you can kind of see like their face. You can see like you know their nose. You know how their eyes. You can see you know facial. Uh, not here. It looked nothing alike. They were like. Miles apart, it looked mm-hmm. like. He could have been the bridge. He could have been the bridge between. Okay, exactly. well, let's if they would have just casted. Well, let's talk guy, about a that. A kid that looked like Jason Momoa, this movie would have been better. Let's talk about <laughs> that. He's. Let's talk about that. He's supposed to be the bridge because this is something else that they've knocked onto us is that he's from both lands, right? I kept in my head. I thought he's surf and turf. He's from the land and the sea. <laughs> he's surf and turf. He is. He's yep. surf and turf. So I'm like, okay, he's surf and turf. That's going to play big into the story, right? right? Here's this Some one character who has a knowledge foot. Is yes, gonna... he's, he's going to be that balance between the sea and the shore, okay? Right. So if we're going chronologically, here's uh, we're going on to this next scene. 
where they're uh, going through the markets of Sicily. And this isn't Sicily. This is the. This is what everyone thinks Italy looks like. This is the yeah. most stereotypical yeah. Yeah. Italian market. I think they filmed at Epcot. I think they went to Epcot. Like we, we need, we, we like we need Italy scene. Like go to Epcot. Go to Epcot. It's 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 the wine and food festival. Get down there right now. Yeah, because that's to, what it looked like. They had to film it in California because you did no tax break. Yeah, right. Right here. In but Florida. and it's like. And, and it just doesn't – this is the one scene where they're actually, like, learning to love each other or something or falling for each other. Oh, my and god! And it's so, so there's a sad explosion. unbelievable. Wait. The worst explosion is their chemistry. It's so chemistry unbelievable, right? On screen. I mean, like, she eats a flower. And then like, he just eats it. And they're playing music. And I'm yeah. like, are they falling in love? And then but, – but that's – but then – Where's the lady in the trance scene? then we go on – Where is it? Where is it? Then we go on – to the next scene and this was one of my three here we scenes go here we go that really really raised my ire and so they're they're looking for because don't they have the telescope or something still? this is before this is before they they have the bottle yeah right. they have the bottle from their from the desert their yeah. little thing that they grabbed and so and so they're like looking for uh you know the passage to the way to the I think for the, to the next kingdom. But or something. prior to that, this is after they've eaten the flowers, and yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go get something because of course they're in a market, and of course you're in Italy, so everyone either sells flour, bread, or some sort of cured meat, mm-hmm. okay? Because that's what a market does in right. Italy. That's it. And there's a fountain. That's it. And you're on the water. That's it, okay? And then what happens? So, so they're in this area where there's all these like statues. And no, you're messing you this talking? up. You're, you're skipping a scene. What scene am I skipping? You're such an one. idiot. So we set fountain. this up with the whale scene. Yes. She's like, she finds a Pinocchio book, and she's like, oh, this is where you got the idea. And he's like, it's a book. Uh, and I'm like, oh, he's an even bigger that's idiot. Right. That's where that happened. I thought that was in the whale. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Like just when you thought your main character couldn't be, you know, Dumber. any couldn't couldn't couldn't. Couldn't play to the lowest that's common right. denominator that's even right. more. He literally talks about like he's never seen a book before, and then the and then the next scene, scene the he next knows scene. everything about early Roman history. Exactly. And it's, thank goodness and it's he would have like, been great on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Can I, I just say for two seconds he would have been great on that show? All right, that Watch monkey statue. Temple Guardians, that, yeah, man. that monkey statue wouldn't have held Jason Momoa you know, up. I mean, he's literally he goes from one scene talking about <laughs> it's a book Good. to talking about. Oh, this is Romus Atticus. He was he was in a he was a journalist. He was he a great a, leader, but not a king. But not a king. And uh, she's like, you know everything about this. How is that possible? Oh, uh, my dad made sure I knew my history. And it's like that makes no sense because in order to learn history, what do you need? Books. Like it, it, I go to YouTube for my history, I mean, but, but sure. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, before this, and let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. He has to set. He has to set this thing on this statue. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot that has to go into this. First of all, you know what? I don't know my Roman history as good as Aquaman, but I'm going to say I guess it's the one that's pointing towards the ocean. The only <laughs> statue pointing towards the ocean. Let's go right. to that one. The Let's one, try that the one, one. With the hand that looks yeah, like it's holding it looks a telescope. Like, it looks mm-hmm. like you can set something there. So not only does it have to be this statue that's facing still the right way, it has to just have enough of its arms still intact so that they can fit the <laughs> bottle in. And then luckily the back of its head's missing so they can look through its eyeballs. <laughs> Somebody see what happened in World War II. A, a, a sniper accidentally blew blew the head out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know? It's a lot of ridiculousness. Okay. And then, and then hold on, hold on. 
and then he gets and down. Then hold on. They 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 have a, this embrace. Where and then like, what Whoa. happens? Cue it, Mike. Whoa. Explosion from the side. <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> oh, actually. We skipped over another thing. I'm so sorry. So the side explosion does happen, and Are you who shows about the up? Technology. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So Black Manta shows up, but yeah. prior to this, we see that Ocean Master oh, God. gives him some oh, tech, and he's God. like, "This is our experimental Atlantis tech. I saw that you injured Aquaman, but if I give you this, you'll be able to kill him. You kill him and Mara, because he has to do that in secret, because he agreed with Dolph Lundgren that he wouldn't kill his daughter, even though right. he really wants to kill her, because he was she was betrothed to him. It's a whole thing that no one cares about. More importantly, you <laughs> are given." experimental technology that you do not know how it works. From Furthermore, the the he ocean. opens it up and apparently it's powered by snot. Okay, Goo comes out of this gun when he's trying to like reverse engineer it. And he's like, you know what? Instead of a gun, I'm going to put it on a helmet. Going to make eye lasers. And I get it. I get it. That's exactly how it looks in the comics. I get it. But it's called an adaptation. Okay. And they could have even kept it the same way, but like. But maybe they just give him the suit I, and he paints so it black. All I'm saying is exactly. He can't reverse engineer technology that's thousands of years ahead of us that runs on goo. And and I mean, like he's not even like a Bruce Banner, like no, he, you know, like this. He, he's he's a pirate. He's Ex given a knife from his grandfather. He did. <laughs> it's like this most ridiculous thing. He starts like, like you're given this experimental tech from this race of beings living in the water. And your first thing is I'm gonna rip it apart. <laughs> I don't know what it runs on. It runs literally on snot. There's snot coming out of this gun, but I'm gonna figure it out and reverse engineer. So back to side explosion. He shows up and we're all gasp so Which excited I thought, those, I thought that fight scene was really cool like running across the top do you know why it was cool because of the, those camera moves i'm telling yeah, you a lot yeah. of the camera stuff like yeah the action like the movement the in force this was perspective really good. we're yep. like okay we get that and we zoom out and we see exactly where yep. that person's at you're doing all this stuff really good job following and the running and the chase but then of yeah. course Inside then of course the rooms was all really well done that was cool yes i felt like there was stunt work like happening in this yep. sequence it wasn't all yeah. cgi and i'm like it was shot really well exactly. once again james wan is in his element here and i think it shows it looks really, yes, really great definitely agree. but then of course the movie can't save itself from itself one of the guys well first of all <laughs> once again why didn't they make this movie mara is cornered in a because we're in italy there's a little wine shop okay she attacks them with wine daggers <laughs> and i'm like this is the movie you guys should have made but you mm -hmm. didn't you want to take yourself too seriously, so we only get one shot with her like dark wait a minute, phoenix. Wait a minute. Well, <laughs> see, so that's that's where I finally realized. Wait, she can break glass with water. That's when she can take their water out of their friggin' suits. Of course. Like before, I thought, oh, she she can only take water, like use yeah, water yeah, that out she of can an see organic or, touch or, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they show me that she actually has no limits to her powers and can really do anything that she wants with them. She should have said something like, "I've always loved a fine red wine." <laughs> You know, and, and then, then Jason Momoa's like, then, I'm a Moscato man myself. <laughs> and and then the movie, taking itself seriously, this guy runs to the toilet. No, that's what I'm talking about. Because so, he needs to breathe and shoves his face into the toilet water. His head is in the toilet and this movie is in the toilet at this point. I'm like, <laughs> quick, you get quick. a halfway decent scene and then Flush. you have to end it on a guy who has to put his head in the toilet. I'm like, we are literally, we are. This I, is chuckled. Literally, I chuckled. I mean, you were probably just you had probably just been beaten down I at that was, point. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't chuckle because once again it's like two in the morning at this point in the film for me. So I'm just like, oh my god. It would have been a little funnier if that water wasn't so clean and clear. Like if there was yeah. just a little bit I of I haven't more seen Italian this movie, water. But yeah. Yeah, I, I would have probably laughed at that scene, but that's because 
I like laugh at stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. You're a toilet but humor guy. Yeah, toilet yeah. humor. Very toilet humor. But I mean, like, like you said, if, if had somebody <laughs> had, like thirty seconds before he runs in there, it shows somebody coming out. But you don't hear the water running. You don't hear it flush. You don't, you don't hear it. And he runs in there. Yeah. Better. I've yeah, heard. if they had somebody else in there, like maybe somebody had just gotten done using it, and somebody comes in and asks that person, did you wash your hands? And there's a guy with his head in the toilet. You know, like, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, they could have yeah, made it actually funny. Something, but they, they didn't. It was just like, oh, you know what? Toilet head. Boom. There we go. He's got to breathe. Yeah. And if this was a, if this was a me, Marvel movie, that would have been Stan Lee's cameo. Did you wash your hands? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But he's dead now, so we don't have to worry about it. Anyway, so. Oh, apparently, oh, there's, apparently he's still going to have cameos. No, I know. They already shot them all. But back to the DC movie that we are stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get this, out. I'm this, trying to get out. If this guy's head tra- in the toilet, we are definitely going in the toilet. That was so the highlight. They, I they, feel like I'm in escape room right they now. Es- they escape. He. This is This is number three for me, by the way. This the is number escape three. when he it's, when he takes out Black Manta. Not the escape. I'm sorry. All right, so he takes out Black Manta. He wakes up on a boat with Mara. This is number three. All right, take this, it away. I'm sure you is, won't mess this one up. This is so aggravating because she delivers like these heartfelt, emotional lines, okay-ish, and he's just like, I don't know how to handle my anger. That's why I can't be carrying it. And it's yeah. like, and it's like. I'm like, okay, here's Amber Heard trying. Here's her trying. You know, I can see that this is like, uh, you know, stepping up. This is a, at least better. And then it's just like, no side explosions to save you now, Jason. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> You've got to. But this is what I'm talking about. They ask him time after time after time in within the two and a half hours of this movie, several times they ask him to do things that he's not capable of doing mm-hmm. as an actor. And we're about to get to a couple more here in a while, little bit. While they're trying to cover up. Yeah. It's, know, I'm like, can. once again, you know, if they had figured out what movie they were making, that might have been a little easier to do. Which the next scene is a part of that. Well, okay. And the next scene, this, this is, is my one favorite. of my favorite. Yeah, yeah, this is my favorite part of the movie. James Wan getting back to his horror roots yeah. here. They get to the crack with the poo people. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the poo folk. They're around us. And they, it's actually really cool. There's like a jump scare in there, I think. And these mm-hmm. creatures are really cool design. Yep. Like they've, they've, they start they've, swarming the boat. Yeah, and they, they don't like light, so they've got those flares, which is yep. a really great excuse for them to jump, to jump down the water. And you just see the flare and just yes. thousands Very of these things, cool and you're visual. like, this is so cool. Very this is the movie they should have made. Didn't they have to switch flares or something to where it was like it went out and it was dark, and then they turn it on? Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. Like, yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. So they go in, they're going down, and. Uh, Mara gets attacked by this thing and then picked up by this other thing, and I already knew what it was going to be before it happens. We yeah. see this half-creature thing pick her up and put her on this beach. It's apparently the land of the lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's dinosaurs and stuff everywhere. Like, Earth's core. Okay, sure. I think it, I think that's actually a actual like DC Universe area, though. Let's hope. I think. I could be wrong. Let's hope. So Flint, Michigan? Yeah, right? Yeah. So... They go there, and of course, she, the fish lady, takes off her helmet, and it's mommy, mama. <laughs> it's a kid, man. No, it's ocean man. No, don't take my jokes. I'm taking it. It's not the Gordon's fisherman. It's Jason Momoa's mom. 
in the movie. Are you like asking us to? Yes, I want you to talk. Oh, it's a podcast <laughs> review. I thought you'd do that. I thought you had a thing. No, I didn't have a thing. Yeah, I was. I was trying waiting to include for the you guys. I was trying to include you guys. He's like, because I was not shocked. I was not shocked by this at all. No, was anyone was. shocked? No, of course not. She's okay. that perfect figure. It was great. Okay. There you go. So nobody's shocked by this. And no. once again, Jason Momoa is asked to do something he is not capable of with the, the he, emotion of he, this moment. He has to act shocked. Yeah, <laughs> and act like he's seeing his mom and do all this stuff. And I'm like, this is not hitting like it should. Honestly, I feel like that whole thing would have gone way better if Jason, if, if Aquaman would have had the same reaction. Everybody who saw this movie did like. I knew you. I knew you didn't die. Like, like, like. Yeah. Of course, you're here. You're strong. I know you're you an A-list actor who we pay too much to just be in one scene at the beginning yeah. of this film. Okay. I knew you'd show back but up. That, but I'm. Di- By the way, Nicole Kidman's looking fine. She does. She yeah. looks really she, good. She's she's like a very good wine. Ages well. Well, don't tell Mara because she'd use her as a dart. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, if if he would if if it, if the writing would have been like, well, yeah, you're still alive. You know, like you're strong. You taught me to be strong. Of course, you're still alive, or something like that. Anyways, if he just, if I feel like that would have just landed better. Anything would have landed better than what we're given. I, there was just so much build up with the dead mother in the beginning that we all. How knew flat she was, was, never was Jason Momoa's acting in 3D? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's actually negative. It went into yes. the screen. He's always sucked back. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we all see this coming. We get more exposition about the trident, how it's mm-hmm. there. He mm-hmm. can get it. He can save everybody if he can get it. And we're also told, once again, that only the one true king can get it, right? So then I'm sitting there asking myself at 2.30 in the morning, as this late movie's starting, I'm like, if only the true king can get it, why on earth would we hide it? If this is literally the sword in the stone, stone. he's King Arthur. (laughs) Great, cool. (laughs) Why do they hide it? What's the purpose of hiding it at all if only the true king can grab it? Was that the way it was? I thought it was just the only the true king. No, would, it like, was like get, hidden. Like, it was hidden. It. Only the true king could get to it. Only the true because king it can was lift protected it. By that. Because later the thing's going to tell us, and I'll talk about who plays her. That's another, <laughs> yeah, no, another irk here of, of, of like these Anyways, passing. We're told that only the only a worthy person can even grab the trident, and that's why I no one else has been able to get it. Dead oh, bodies there, yeah. So I'm like. Yeah. Why hide it in the first place if only a worthy person can get it? But that's a whole other thing. We are given something that makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. So this made me so angry when I found out. Do you know who voices the giant beast that's guarding it, Mike? No. Julie Andrews. What? Julie? What? Julie, spin around <laughs> in the Alps, Andrews. Seriously? Yes. She is the voice of this creature thing, and I'm like, Why? Why on earth? She wouldn't show up for a cameo in Mary Poppins Returns, but she does this? Wow. It's it's just another example. What? Like if you think the Jamon Hushwizel got got uh got snuffed, then Julie Andrews. Like I get it. Like, look, look, I get it. There's a reason that these animated movies always have stacked casts, and you're like, how'd they get all these people? Because it's a bag of cash. You don't have to leave your house. They do exactly what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Only a producer and somebody comes to their house. They do half a day I mean, and they get a million bucks. I mean, 20 I get fi- it. 25% of us here are actually in their underwear. I get it. I get it. Pajamas, okay. I'm sorry. But which 25% of us? <laughs> that's You'll for never the, that's, know. That's for the listener to figure out <laughs> who here is in their pajamas. <laughs> if you're in underwear, you're overdressed for this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so Julie Andrews does the voice this thing. We find out only a true king can get it. 
and he talks to her, and that's kind of his big thing, which I actually liked. I liked that, oh, his power set of being able to communicate with animals is actually why he right. figures out some yeah. stuff here. I'm like, that's smart. That's yeah. cool. Let's make him talking and... to fish interesting, mm-hmm. as interesting as we mm-hmm. can, okay? Which was cool when she's like, you can actually hear me. Like, yeah. I liked that moment. Yes, really that did. was cool. Yeah. I thought that was cool. On the other side of the ocean, Ocean Master finally has all the armies except for his last army, okay? Which is the Crustaceous people, which he liked. Oh, once again, do you know who voices the lead Crustaceous guy? Mm-mm. John Rice Davies. <laughs> Why? I didn't even Why? Know yeah, that. there's a no reason. And and what all he says is very well done. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like, okay, you, you know, paid Gimli for this one thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyways, so they're attacking their last army that which, they have to conquer so they can get it. That is such a good casting for a sh- like a little crab person. He like, looks like a crab person. I get it. <laughs> he's but little, he's, yeah. still, he's yeah. still a great actor. Exactly. You don't need for two seconds. Exactly. I don't know. So they're doing this whole big battle while he's trying to get the trident. So we set that up. He gets the trident to no one's shock or surprise. And then the movie does what it feels it has to. Well, it you puts see this him... in the scene. You've seen this in the in the scene in the trailer, which irritated me. It was like, why? They put him in the orange and green. Now, I'm sure I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this. Which is. And I know Jason Momoa could snap me in half if he wanted to. But I would still die laughing if he was doing it in that awful, <laughs> awful costume. I didn't I, think it looked bad. Yeah, I think it looks terrible. I think it looks terrible. I think there are ways you could have done it. But like even his, his It's gloves, not because it doesn't match. Glo- it, doesn't, it doesn't match the rest of the production. Glo- exactly. Exactly. Like they no should have made that movie from the beginning. That's my point. Give yeah. me more drumming octopus yeah, exactly. and bright colors and everything else. But mm-hmm. now it just looks out of place and silly and ridiculous. And he's right. like, got to take me seriously now. I got a gold trident. I'm like, whatever, dude. So this last battle is taking place. And this is another one of my gripes that I have with the movie Shocker. This battle should be one that's taking place on land, or at least between land dwellers and Atlantis. Yeah. Not between two sea factions. Like, that's the climax, is two sea factions? Then mm. what does it matter that Aquaman's even a part of this? What does it matter that they were even attacking the land? What right. does it matter that he has a leg in both? Well, we have to keep Atlantis a secret still. The, the, the surface dwellers can't know about it. Who cares? I'm just like, the climax should have been but land and sea and Aquaman being a part of that yeah, and bringing balance to the, it. I, I, the like whole Aquaman story is the world finds out about Atlantis because of him being king and stuff like that. That's like, I'm, I, I, I just think it's silly from a narrative standpoint to have your climax take place entirely under the water, out of view of any people that we would have any. They're literally fighting crabs with mer people. You have no connection to that at all, as opposed to, oh, this battle is happening and getting closer and closer to the land, or there's a tsunami coming that he's got to stop, you know. That would make sense. Aquaman, once again, he's surfing turf. Mm -hmm. He's got, you know, both places. Let's have that be the climax, but the climax is instead of just underwater and against two sea factions, and it doesn't make much sense. But he comes in riding on Julie Andrews, (laughs) and (laughs) the Kraken. he uh, comes riding in on her. And it's this huge, big underground battle. That looked cool in 3D, at least. Uh, I think I was distracted. You were more asleep, weren't you? <laughs> you were head. asleep. You're so bad at falling asleep. <laughs> so he's like, I'm just tired all the time. So how about the the 
awkward kiss where his hand gets a little too low. Her leg goes around his body. That wasn't awkward. That woke me up at 3 in the morning when I was sitting there in the movie theater. I'm like, all right, all right. I see you, babe. I see you. I thought it looked cool, though. All like, right, like all underwater right. battle. All right, all right, all right. All right. Saw, yeah. like, these people are riding these animals. These people are riding these animals. I keep getting animals. older. They keep staying the same. These people <laughs> did, like, you know, their thing. You know, I thought it was. I thought it looked really interesting. You know, some of the CGI in this movie wasn't great. Some of it was really good. I felt like, um, but that's the problem. There's elements of this final battle, like I said, the designs of some of the characters, mm-hmm. some of these different kingdoms, stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, this is the movie they should have made, mm-hmm. and they didn't. They didn't. So it's this giant CGI battle that comes down to the brothers fighting. Now, you guys probably won't guess this, but the <laughs> movie gave us the answer to this last battle it was close until aquaman remembered twirl the baton <laughs> i wish man bun defoe would have been like whispering to him like obi-wan twirl the baton twirl the baton he's like i'm a flag spinner like my father before me <laughs> doing this spins around you know does this whole thing and that's how he defeats turns out that's what his father actually was yes oh, yes, yeah. yes 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 that's why i was an arranged marriage captain. he was very feminine you know so was real bad it would have been it would have been that would have been much better but so that happens and then his dad mother was, dad was in the cult. his mom shows up all right and i think to myself this movie is actually going to do something smart she shows up and they're both like mom right because remember she's the mom of both the people both fighting yep I'm like, you know what? Since she's back and we know that she's a good-hearted, you know, queen and all this other stuff, Orem will become king, but mm-hmm. he'll be under the tutelage of her, essentially. I'm like, that's smart. And then mm-hmm. Aquaman can go off and be Aquaman. Yep. No. No. Even though the main character, that the been a, side that characters. That would have been a nice twist, too. The side characters and anything else you've ever heard is that he doesn't want to be king. He would not be a good king. Mm-hmm. Other characters have agreed to this. You would see actual growth in Orin because... Hey, yep. look, here's a character who learns something new and changes yep. their perspective on yep. life. Yep, 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 yep. No, 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 no. All hail King Arthur is what's chanted at the end of this movie. And he's like, this is going to be fun. And I'm like, it wasn't getting here, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll start to have fun. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, whatever you say, buddy. Okay, and it's just, yeah, it, that's the whole thing. What do you guys think about that? What are your feelings, thoughts, opinions? I, I thought the exact same thing at the ending. I was like, I, they're, surely they're going to do something with character growth and development yeah. here with this mother coming back. Like, there's got to be something of no. sustenance that happens here. No. But, and, and like, but. talking about uh, character, but. You know where the butt's at? With the poo people with and the, the crap. On the fish? <laughs> on the fish butts? On the fish butts. I smell uh, like fish butt. You touched a butt. You don't tell your king that he smells like fish butt. <laughs> But like, cause even in that really annoying like like scene where they're like, oh, you know, on the boat after he like he got passed out and she stole, you know, you stole a boat, you know, and it was like, and uh, and she was talking about not a terrible no, line. No. The the stealing the boat, they're not all free from the marina thing was not a terrible line. Don't I didn't say face. it was a terrible. Don't line. make that face. I'm just thinking back to this long journey so we've been he, on. And so like explaining he, this, and movie. he even talks about yeah, we were attacked by a guy and I let his father die and. And you know that's why he attacked us, and 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 he that was like supposed to be like his like what you were saying his big moment yeah mm-hmm. of like realizing that he's got to change his ways. But he was asked to do something he's incapable of doing, and it really did not feel like good. No. It didn't so, feel heartfelt. 
the movie I ends. I wasn't convinced. Did you guys stay for the after credits scene? Yeah, of course. So I didn't because once again it was four in the morning. <laughs> just kidding, it gets longer and longer. <laughs> but it was literally like seven a.m. Literally, like, I'm like I had to go right into work after I saw the movie. Um, <laughs> it was so late. I was like, you know what? I'll watch it on YouTube. It was when July I get home. by the time when I got I'm, out of that yeah. movie. So the Happy end credits scene. What did you guys think about the end credits scene? Remind me what it was. It was the guy who was <laughs> on TV ago. earlier in the movie talking about yeah. Atlantis what's and everything his, else. What's his name? Something he, he's a character in the comics. I can't remember. No, his what's name. the actor's name? The actor's uh, he he was on Off the Boat. He's a real yeah. actor. Yeah. He was in he was in, he was in another movie that's kind of like this one too, Ant Man and the Wasp earlier in the year, <laughs> where the mom is stuck in a place that you can't get to, but you finally get to her and she's dressed mm-hmm. kind of weird. Huh. That was a good movie. What? What? We're watching it right okay, now, good. dude. Perfect. Yes. Watching yeah. it right after this. Nice. But get uh, this taste of uh, fish butt out of her. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it, it, it's just completely undeliverable. But, but uh, he, yeah, because he, he found uh, Black Mantis. Mm-hmm. And he's like tinkering with First his stuff. First of all, it's Black can Manta. we just, yeah, can we just, no, 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 yes. But can we, Black Mantis sounds even scarier. <laughs> he's got pincers and stuff. <laughs> Anyways, I love that he shows me, he's like, call me. Black Manta. I'm like, that's not Manta very uh, 2018 of you, okay? Like, you can, let's slow your roll on the colorization. Why can't you just be Manta? He's not very forward thinking. Wait, wait, did you just assume your race? <laughs> he is black. Maybe that's why, it, you know, he's it was a black actor. Maybe that's why. I know, but I'm saying in comics, like, that's why it was such a big deal for Falcon to be a comic book character because mm-hmm. he was the first African-American superhero who didn't have the word black in his title. You know what I mean? Like, he was just a hero. Yeah. Like, it's not white Captain America. You know, like, not white Iron Man. It's just Iron Man, Captain America, Falcon. But, so I thought it was funny that they stuck with Black Manta basic, when he could have just, yeah, he just been called Manta. Basically, it's the, uh, weird. basically the end credit scene was just them being together. Right. Yeah, and like yeah. being like, can't you wait to see them again? But the real question is, Morgan, Mike, Totally forgot your name for a second. <laughs> Thanks. Would Dang. you watch this movie again? So give me a quick summation of your thoughts over the film. Would you watch it again? And maybe out of ten, what what do you give it, Morgan? Um, I I would give it five out of ten. I would say it was average because we did sit here and poo poo the movie. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Like you can you can have fun doing it. I wouldn't pay to see it, but um. I would say, and then like, and you didn't. If, if so I wait, let if the I record to, show, if I had to, uh, <laughs> if I had once, if I had to, um, I guess surmise this movie in one sentence, I would say what Wonder Woman did for like women and gender this equality does for fish people. or something. <laughs> this movie is the complete opposite, and it's full of like masculinity, toxic masculinity. You know, bro, dude, and it's like complete opposite of what Wonder Woman is and did for, I guess, as a uh, societal. Hey, guess what? Thing. They're two separate movies. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Crickets. Have you a shot? No, I, I d- but I mean, like, as far as like a cu- cultural phenomenon, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, women are, you know, inspired by Wonder Woman, you know, and so when they went and saw that movie, they were. Oh yeah, this is a a huge step in representation. Yeah, but I think bro dudes are inspired after watching Aquaman. There's a lot of bro dude movies. I'm just saying that whatever Wonder Woman was as a societal phenomenon, this movie was the opposite. 
I mean, look how this, popular the man bun got. Well, after and it but came but out. but just to speak to that, I don't think there is any cultural phenomenon with this film, but it is. It's made more money than Wonder Woman. Thanks mm-hmm. to the Chinese box office on this thing is crazy. Really? But then, interestingly enough, the domestic opening, like U.S. opening for Aquaman, was the lowest of any of the DCEU movies. So China. Hmm. Save didn't it. just save this thing. It's going to help it make a billion dollars, I think. Mm. So think about that. All right, Mike. Final thoughts and a, a number. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like a 6, 6.5. I would see it again if they gave me the option of any other DC film, basically. Like, I, yeah. I like it better than pretty much every other DC Top film. Top of the, of, the, of the poop heap there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if that's, if that's what I'm looking at. But if you're looking at, you know, you can watch this or... Anything else. Dumb and Dumber. I'm going to choose Dumb and Dumber. Like... <laughs> I don't know. There, there's a whole lot of options out there that are better than this I film. I love that you've equated that movie to all something right, that's not right, like right. it at all. Although I did laugh at there this movie a, a lot. There is a quest in yeah. Dumb and Dumber. All right, listen, oh listen. My gosh. I, if we have time, I want to name off five movies. I want oh, you to tell no, me. No, 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 no. Let him finish his final thoughts, and then we'll get into the DCEU stuff and other movies and everything else. Yeah, I mean... If, uh, Six point five. Six point five because you know it's not th- it's not a terrible film. It's it's fun. It's great for like the young ones can still go and see it and not in, not you know be overwhelmed by anything dark and dreary. It's not so complex that kids can't see. Like it it actually felt more like a kids movie than I think a lot of the superhero movies tend to feel like to me. Okay, which I think is pr- is probably no, good. That can be a and good and thing. I wish they would have leaned into that demographic. Because we see the way that um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is doing right now. Oh, my gosh. That's it's, another. Did, have you guys seen that? I haven't seen it yet, and I, I really want to. I've seen I it. Really That's a review want I want to do. We'll you guys go got me sitting here talking about so, but I'm Aquaman. Saying, because so they <laughs> know their demographic, and they're yeah. they're leaning into that. And this one is, is so split and so divided, like I always feel DC does, is they just divide themselves into all of this idea of what are we expecting and what are the people expecting from us? And they never just lean into what can we actually create and deliver right now in this moment. They are purely reactionary. Exactly. And I, I agree exactly. with that And I feel like this film is a, is a perfect and representation of that. you can't make films that. reactionary. No. 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 Or you, yeah, you get the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's going to be a, um, I guess I would say a 5 out of 10. If they were showing it on an airplane, I would walk out of the theater um, it is for the cheap seats. That joke was for the people that enjoyed this movie. You see. Anyways, um, I really didn't enjoy it that much. I did not like it at all. Once again, it could be because I saw it, you know, so incredibly late, and the movie theater had all their problems and everything. But I just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't fun. I, like I said, I was laughing at the drama. I was rolling my eyes at the humor, and I just don't think that should be what you're doing. One of those movies. So. Moving forward, um, just so you guys know, WB has said that the DCEU has uh, 24 films in production, some sort of production at this point. So uh, mm. how excited are you guys moving Define forward? production. Moving, someone has said, let's make this movie. That's production on most of these. We, we are never going to get to see them if they go with their current ranking because you, you, they're just, you don't. I've honestly found like people who really enjoy all the DC films – I don't, I don't respect them, but I've found them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It happens. It happens. 
And and also But are you guys excited moving forward? I'm saying is there anything that makes you think my my so here's 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 my thing, and then maybe you guys can chime in on this, because every time I give you guys a chance to talk into the mic, you guys just look at me like you don't know how to breathe. It's like your Mara has sucked. Blindsiding the, me with these questions, yeah. Ben. Side explosion, side explosion. Anyways, so like moving forward with the DCEU, the one thing that excites me about it, because I I have been for the most part disappointed with their offering so far. Is that like right now? I feel like they're kind of just throwing whatever they have against the wall, and they're just gonna see what sticks. Oh, absolutely! And for the most part, nothing. That might well nothing so far. But now they're kind of back to the corner. Like, all right, Wonder Woman made us money. We're doing a sequel to that. Aquaman made money. We're gonna get a sequel to this. But let's do some crazy stuff. Like we're getting that Walking Phoenix Joker movie. We're also getting a Jared Leto Joker Joker movie. <laughs> so We're also getting jokers. there's two different Joker movies from different things. It's like whatever, but you know what? Maybe that's uh, what they need. Maybe like they aren't, aren't, maybe, aren't we maybe get, they, aren't maybe we they getting need another Suicide Squad movie too. Yes, that James Gunn is going to write with, and direct and with it's black going, man and it's going hopefully black manta shows up black manta <laughs> <laughs> so side explosion <laughs> give me more of that you, black manta you have to wonder if there's an outtake where he's just like call me black panda yeah right something <laughs> anyways atlantis forever so <laughs> they they might do some interesting things even if like it's it's almost like a you know puncher's luck in a, in, a, in a fight you know like everybody has a chance if you're swinging you got a chance yeah. <laughs> of just knocking somebody right. out. So I'm excited because Hail Marvel Mary can win or lose. Marvel is so organized, it's kind of almost less exciting to Correct. think about their future because we're like, all right, we know what we're going to get from Marvel. It's yeah. going to be great. From we're going to love it. Years. It's going to yeah, they have it planned when out. We're going to get it. Yeah, how, how it's going to come gonna there. Yeah, it. everything else. With DC, like I'm not as excited obviously because the quality's not there yet, but I'm excited at the idea that they might just be kind of trying some extremes. They might yeah. be going out there on a limb. So what do you guys think about that? If there were anything in their history to show me that that would be the case, <laughs> I would be so stoked out of my mind. Right. But there's nothing that they've brought forward that seems like – actually, t- Suicide Squad was the closest thing to something being almost Different. extreme. Yeah. But that's oh, because gosh. it went through, what, three directors within the same film? Like, it, Well, th- David Ayer was the director so... throughout, but then they, they, brought in, they brought in literally the people that edited the trailer to edit the movie. Right. And you just so can't do that. If Mm-mm. if they ever showed me that they were trying to push the envelope in some sense, then I would be excited for that. But ever since Man of Steel came out, I've just been so over any direction they've gone. Just gotcha. from their storytelling perspective. Because to me, this, the story that you tell and the characters that you tell it with are what make the number one – are my number one priority. And so if they're not going to take risks with that, then I don't, I'm not excited to see them taking risks with anything else either. Okay. Morgan. Uh, yeah, they're – they're not. I couldn't put it more elo- elo- eloquently. Obviously, can't even say the word. I know, right? <laughs> I'm so, Side explosion. I'm so I'm so, I'm so betwixt right now. Um, betwixt and the tank. But uh, that's what I'm saying. They, if you look, what you know. Once again, we have to. What do we have to this compare to? Is MCU. What really shot off the MCU was them taking Iron Man. You know what I mean? Who wasn't even Marvel's biggest, most popular most money-making character no. and then they built everything around him and they don't and i think that's what and they turned him in tried to do with superman movie and it's not like it didn't work that movie wasn't that great and, and and so then they jumped from that movie divisive is the word i would use because yeah. yeah you find people who really like him and, and, and once again i if if you guys had come in here and said you loved this movie like i would have argued with you guys but that's fine like like the stuff that you watch, I don't think defines you as a person. Like, you know, if someone enjoys Aquaman, I don't think 
like I don't think their voting rights should be equal to mine, but I still feel like they're a human being. You know what I mean? Like you still have the right to like this movie. Like some people are gonna like it, but I think the DCEU, if anything, has been divisive to Same say as the Cowboys least. Cowboys fans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, and 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 also you know a little bit off the subject, the 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 characters in DC just are different than the characters in Marvel. Just based, just the right. the, the core. They're archetypes. You know, yeah, like They're strictly archetypes. When, you know, you know when you when you play, you know, DC Gods Among Us. That's true. That's not just the title of the game. That's their personalities. Like that's who they are. Like the, they're these out there people who you know. I mean, I'm using air quotes again. People because some of them are, are not people. Some of them are aliens. Are, and it's just they're these ultimate powers. And like, you know, even Superman's one weakness is a ultra rare mineral like from that, his home world yeah but what that does super though is hard it, to find that gives you the space then to make commentary on the, what they're interacting with instead agreed. of them themselves yeah agreed Whereas, i was telling morgan this the other day i was like i don't know why when the writing superman they try and make him a god who's trying to see uh you know our world and instead the best stories are when superman who is this alien god is he's was raised in the middle of america He's yeah. just an average guy who's then right. interacting with gods and space monsters and everything else. Exactly. That's when he's interesting, and yet they always invert that for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. And whereas in Spider-Man, you know, I mean, you know, he's a completely normal person. Yes. You know, I mean, struggling with everyday lives. Like, yeah, he's got to be Spider-Man, and he's got to get to work. He's got to, you know, he's got to go to school. He's got to. He's got regular people stuff to do, and and I think that's the best representation of Marvel. Marvel takes real people and you know makes them into you know comic book heroes whereas dc is taking gods and making them into god heroes you know these indestructible beings and i think that at that core it just makes marvel more relatable and better for the screen than dc it's it's easier to adapt a Marvel hero than I think it is a DC yeah. character, which doesn't mean it's not worth adapting those DC heroes. It's just I think they need to change their approach. And like I said, mm -hmm. with all these different productions in place, with the huge shakeups at the top of Warner Brothers, I think we're going to start to see that. But all right, Mike, Morgan, and even Tim, yep. thank you guys for joining me. See you guys later. <laughs>